Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? I hope you're having a lovely week so far. Today's episode is all about marketing and what you should be doing as a photographer and where you should be spending your time. There is so much we can do to market ourselves that it can actually get a little bit overwhelming and a bit confusing as to what we should actually be spending our time on. So the hope is that in today's episode I can give you a little bit of clarity on what is actually the most useful use of your time um, compared to other things. So before I jump into that, I want to share a little bit of an exciting announcement. If you're listening to this on the day it goes out or even in the few days after it's gone out, um, that would be 24th of April 2019, my brand new online course for photographers all about pitching has just gone live and I am so excited about this. I've been working on this course for months and it kind of stemmed from so many photographers asking me how I get my work and most of my work, if not all of my major brand jobs, have come through pitching. So I really wanted to create a course which would help me to help photographers like you learn how to pitch themselves in the same way. So Pitching is for, (laughs) I can't even get my words out. It's called Pitching with Confidence and it's for photographers who might have been shooting for a few years but they feel like they've not really booked the jobs that they dreamed of booking when they started out. They might have a really solid career under their belt but they kind of feel like they need to pivot slightly or maybe you just want to break into a new niche like fashion or lifestyle or commercial work. For example, if you've been shooting weddings like I was and you want to start shooting more lifestyle style or fashion work. Pitching is a great way to do that. Maybe you want to shoot for more magazines or you just really want to take control over your career and you don't want to leave it to chance anymore because that's what we do most of the time if we're not actually putting ourselves in front of the brands that we want to work with. So in the course you'll learn First of all, how to identify who your dream clients really are because I feel like a lot of people don't really know who they want to work for. You'll learn how to find the contact details of even the hardest people. You'll learn how to create visually impact and <laughs> impactful and effective proposals. I'm going to teach you how to write a really great email because I've had a lot of practice in that. I'm going to teach you how to feel confident enough to press send. There's a whole like whole big section in the course which is just about confidence because I know how hard it can be and how terrifying it can be to put yourself out there and at the end of the course we also go over a massive massive part of the course which is how to maintain the relationships that you build in your pitching efforts because if we have one goal as commercial photographers it should be to maintain the relationships and get repeat bookings so the idea is that you learn how to do that you get all this in four weeks of in-depth lessons they're all online so you can log in whenever's convenient to you if you can't join us at the time of the course you get the lessons forever so there's no sort of deadline you don't have to complete the course in four weeks or you miss out you get it forever so you can log in anytime and we go over lessons again 
You'll also see loads of pitch example emails and example proposals that I've created. And I'll give you the actual structure and the strategy that I've used myself to pitch myself successfully to brands like Jules, Bowden, Crew Clothing, and loads more. And I'm constantly developing as well. So anything that I learn, I add back into the course. So I don't ever keep any secrets. Anything I learn, everything I figure out goes into the course. There's also loads of tasks, exercises, and like actual homework. I don't like the word homework, but it was the best word to use to get you taking action straight away. I don't want you to take this course and then never do it. So the idea is that with every single lesson, there is something that you can go off and do after you finish that course, uh, that lesson, I mean. Um, you'll also have be able to be part of a Facebook group where I'll be hopping in every day to answer questions and go live once in a while to answer questions. And it's always a really lovely community of people in there. I've already uh, taught this course once to a very small group of people and the feedback has been amazing. So if you feel like you wanna join us, if you want to take part in the course, early bird prices are still ongoing. So you can get the course right now for a little bit cheaper than you would if you joined at the end of the process. So right now the course is at £199 until May 4th. I've also got a couple payment plan options. So if you feel like that that sum of money is a lot to spend in one go, you can split the cost into two or even into three payments. So there's two payments of £99 or three payments of £66. If you want to learn more, I've added a link in the description here and on my blog, and I'm gonna add loads of links so that you can go and have a look and see if you wanna join. If you have any questions about the course, feel free to send me an email at info at oliviabossert.com or if you wanna find me on Instagram and send me a DM, please do. I will get back to you, I promise, and answer any questions and help you figure out if it's the right thing for you to do because I definitely want you to be taking the course if it's a right fit and if I feel like you're gonna get a lot out of it. Okay, that's me done talking about the course. I'm gonna jump in now into talking about marketing because I'm sure that's what you're all here for. So, as I mentioned, there are literally so many things that you can do as a photographer to market yourself, but the age-old question is, what should I actually be spending my time on? So I've made a list of a couple of things, sort of six main areas that I think are the most important and that have been the most effective for me when it comes to pitching myself. Uh, pitching myself? Can you tell I'm like in sort of a pitching headspace? Marketing myself. So the first one is is kind of an obvious one, but it's, it's social media. And I do think that people now, when they're looking for a photographer, no matter what kind of photographer, whether it's a fashion photographer, a still life photographer, a wedding photographer, a portrait photographer, they go to social media first. It's the place people go and search most of the time. So you need to be present on social media in some way. And I will say that the, the biggest platform that I think you should be present on is Instagram. Facebook is also really big, especially for anyone who's in the more business to consumer photography side of things like weddings, portraits, families. Facebook is huge for that. Um, but if you're more of a fashion photographer and everything above that, Instagram is huge. 
you really want to be curating your social media channels to an extent. So what I mean by that is it doesn't have to be perfectly laid out, but I would take time to think about how your your profiles are looking visually. Are they eye-catching? Are they artistic? Are they flowing in some form? Because you're an artist, and I think that as artists, we need to give a very strong, visually impactful impression from the start. I think you need to keep in mind who your ideal client is and what would they like to see. So for example, if you're a fashion photographer, your ideal client is going to be fashion brands. If a fashion, like if an art director from a fashion brand landed on your Instagram feed, would they immediately think, cool, this person is an expert in fashion photography? If that's not the case, if you've kind of got a little bit of everything going on, it might be time to think about what message you're putting out to your ideal client. Don't worry too much about the numbers. I think a lot of people get very terrified, not terrified, they get a little stressed about, oh, I have to have 10,000 followers to be taken seriously. I don't think that's the case. Some of the photographers I admire the most don't have massive followings and it's because they're spending a lot of time focusing on their art, focusing on making connections that they need to be connecting with. They are just spending the time in the right place. They are on social media so that if someone landed on their page, you could find them and you could see their work and they're updating it regularly, but they're not spending time like trying, attempting these massive growth hacks to try and grow their Instagram account. Um, so I would say that, that there is that, but spend time on Instagram, be engaging on social media, follow accounts that are relevant to you. Like if you want to work with particular fashion brands, be following those brands and make sure you're commenting and showing up on their feeds. Um, if you want to be shooting for smaller business owners, follow all the people you want to work with and engage with them, show up, make them know you're there because that is the quickest way you're going to make those connections. If they follow you and you're present on social media, showing you know the behind the scenes of your life, on stories, sharing your work, updating regularly, you stay front of mind in people's like heads and that is the quickest way to get work booked um, in a marketing sense. So social media, I think it's obvious, but I do think it's important. The second point I wanted to mention is, is Pinterest. And you might think that Pinterest should be lumped into the social media box, but in fact, Pinterest is actually a, a search engine. It's like Google. It's a visual search engine. So I use Pinterest as a way for people searching for particular images to find me or information as well, because I obviously do a lot of this education stuff as well. I use Pinterest to help other photographers find my content to then engage with me and hopefully learn from me more. So you, I want you to think of Pinterest as a search engine. Stop thinking of it as a fun social media platform, which it is, it is, but it's not a place that you connect with people in the same way that you do on Instagram. It's a searching tool. It's somewhere you look up stuff and save it for later or use it to look up something that you need in the moment. 
So how do you use Pinterest for your business? I actually have a huge ebook in my free resource library, so it's free, all about how to use Pinterest and Instagram for your fashion photography business so that you can grow it. So if you would like to download that and read that, you can head over to my website, www.oliviabossert.com forward slash free resources. So it's forward slash free dash resources and you can sign up to my mailing list and you'll get sent a password and then you can download the book from there and read that. But to give you a sort of a brief overview, you want to be pinning your images to Pinterest and you wanna make sure that the description of the pin has got your keywords in it. So for example, it has to have your name. You want people to know that that image is your image, that you took that image. So I often will put photography by Olivia Bossert or Olivia Bossert photography in the description of my pins. I'll also make sure that I have particular keywords. So like Google is a search engine and you use keywords to show up in Google, you do the same on Pinterest. So I always include keywords like fashion photographer, fashion photography, London photographer, photography tips if it's for like attracting other photographers. And I try and describe the image because think about how you use Google. When you're searching for something, you are very to the point with your keywords and what you're searching. If you're looking up, um, I don't know, location fashion photography, or location fashion photo shoot for ideas for your next shoot, you're gonna type in location fashion photography. You're not gonna type in something a little bit more airy-fairy like romantic fashion photo shoot. You might do that, but try and think very literally with your descriptions. Um, And the reason you need to include the keywords is because that is how people search for images and that's how Pinterest gives them the results. So include those keywords in your pin descriptions. If you want examples in my ebook, there are loads of examples, or you can just go on my Pinterest account and look at how I am pinning images to Pinterest. Um, I have a whole pin board on my account which is just my images. So I pin all my work to its own pin board and you can see the descriptions in there of like how I do it. I also suggest that you pin your Instagram images to Pinterest. If you use a website called if this then that, I think the the whole way you spell it is if I, I'm gonna leave a link in the in the description because I can't remember how to, how to actually type out that, in, that website, it's quite complicated but you can set it up so that it automatically does it. And I believe now Pinterest actually links up to your Instagram account and might pull them in automatically. So make sure that you have your Pinterest linked to your Instagram account and you can pin your images to Instagram easily because when people land on your Instagram posts on Pinterest, it opens it up in Instagram which means they can follow you. So it's a really good way of being able to grow your accounts like symbiotically. So definitely do that. But yeah, if you wanna learn more about Pinterest, free resources on my website, there is a massive ebook and there are loads more downloadables as well in there. So if you're interested in in those, go and do that. Um, The third point I wanted to make was about your website's SEO. So it's all well and good being on Pinterest, but People are still Googling photographers. Um, If they're not going onto social media to look for photographers, they're going on Google. In fact, they'll probably 
a lot of the time Google search photographers and then go on their Instagram accounts as well. So that's kind of the way, the pattern of the journey, if you will, of how people find people. So Google searches are really important and you need to be discoverable on Google in some way, shape or form. And if you want to improve your searchability in inverted commas, blogging is actually one of the quickest ways you can do that because Google looks for websites which are constantly being updated with more content. They want websites which are changing and interesting and going to keep people going back to them. And blogs are one of the best ways to do that. Blogs are also an amazing way to ensure that your keywords you want to be found for are showing up regularly and in new pages. So for example, I might forever or try to constantly use the keywords Cornwall fashion photographer or UK fashion photographer or London fashion photographer or if I'm looking to attract people who are photographers to like maybe learn from me it would be uh, photography tips, things like that. So try and use your keywords in your blog posts. Ideas for blog posts, they don't have to be elaborate. They could literally just be the behind the scenes of your work. Or you could share the last photo shoot you did, share the images, and then write a little blurb about you know the behind the scenes of what went on, what the job was, or what the shoot was, why you did it, how you did it. All that information is going to be really interesting to people who land on your website because they're going to have something to look at and something to read and a way to get to know you, but they're also going to help you show up in Google. So definitely think about doing that. People always ask me how often they should be blogging. It's completely up to you. I think these days you don't need to be blogging as much as you used to. The blogging world has changed. It used to be that you know you needed to be blogging three times a week. I think that these days it's actually better. I think less is more these days. So I think if you're blogging at least once or twice a month, that is amazing and you're gonna be doing way more than most people. So try and aim for that. You want to also be making sure to check your website's description. So if you're using anything like Squarespace or WordPress, or any of these sort of portfolio websites that you can use and just templates, there's always going to be inbuilt in those a little thing on SEO, which will plug directly into Google. So check that and see how you're being described in your description. So for example, I, I can't remember what mine is off the top of my head, but it should say something along the lines of, Cornwall and London-based fashion photographer um, working with brands to help them grow their followings, uh, sell their products, and etc, etc. Something along those lines. I can't remember off the top of my head what it says. So check those and make sure that, again, you've got your keywords, you've got the things that you want to be coming up for in the search in that description because that's probably the first thing Google's going to pick up on is the description that you're using to describe your website and what it is. Um, Another thing that's really important is to be alt tagging your images. If you don't know what this is, this is how Google knows what an an image is of. So obviously Google, the robots that work behind Google can't tell what an image is of. It's not that clever. So you need to tell Google what an image shows and you need to be quite literal with that. So for example, if you're 
photo shows um, a blonde girl holding flowers. I don't know. That was the first image that came into my head. You would tag, alt tag your image, blonde girl holding flowers, which means that when someone searches for blonde girl holding flowers, your image is more likely to turn up in the top of that search. So think about alt tagging your images. You can also add in your keywords into your images, and I do this. So on Squarespace, I actually alt tag all my images to be ready to be imported into Pinterest. With And Pinterest pulls in the alt tag of your images as its description. So you don't have to then go and like alt tag your images and then alt and then just and add the description into Pinterest as well. So think about that. Um, and I think that's everything I wanted to mention about SEO. SEO for your website is a huge topic and there's no way I can cover it all in five minutes, even in a whole episode. I should probably get like an SEO expert on to talk about that. Maybe I'll do that for a future episode because it's a huge topic and actually something I can't say I know a huge amount about. I know the basics and I know a little bit, but do your own research for sure because SEO is a huge way of marketing yourself that you can kind of do once in a while on the side and it should be something that you're regularly going over and checking but doesn't need to be done every day in the same way that you know Instagram does or Facebook does. Okay so thing number four (laughs) is attending networking events and I know these are hard and I know that they're awkward And I know that most of you right now will be thinking, I hate networking. I don't like going to these things. They're always awkward. And yeah, (laughs) they are. They're not necessarily that fun. I also really struggle at networking events. I find them difficult. And I'm actually quite a shy person. I think that I seem fairly outgoing on the internet or on this podcast, but I'm sitting in a room on my own, so I don't need to actually impress anyone in the moment. When I'm in a networking event, I close up. I'm exactly the same. I hate having to make small talk. I don't know what to say, but what I will say is that in the networking events that I have been brave enough to attend, I have always met someone useful in some way, shape or form. Even if they don't seem like they're gonna be useful, immediately. I have made incredible connections and they are so useful and they're just really good for your people skills. Like it's really good to put yourself out there and practice being around people who are maybe in your industry or who might be indirectly linked to your industry. But more than anything, this industry is so much about who you know and the connection between people. So you never know if you might meet someone, you could meet someone who's a graphic designer who is working on someone's website and they need photos for their about page. And before you know it, that person has sent you on to their client and you've booked someone. So it's things like that that can be really, really useful that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten if you weren't at that networking event. So I do encourage you to look up networking events in your area. I try to attend 
once a quarter at least to one or something and every time I meet someone that I am going to stay in touch with or connect with on Instagram and and you just never know where things lead. One thing I one other thing I will say is that when it comes to networking events, you won't necessarily see results from that event immediately. It might take a couple of months even for you to to realize that you've booked work through so and so. But often six months down the line, I'll be like, oh cool, this person's got in touch that I met at that networking event six months ago and now it's turning into something. So don't expect that you're gonna walk out there with like five jobs, that's not gonna happen. But the connections that you make will last longer term. So yeah, do be brave, put yourself out there, do it once in a while and I promise you won't regret it, you really won't. Um, the fifth point I wanted to mention about marketing is to use LinkedIn. And this is probably, when it comes to fashion and commercial and advertising photography, this is where most of the business to business people are hanging out. A lot of people who work at companies and corporate like companies, they use LinkedIn and a lot more than I think we might think. Um, so don't discount it as a place to show up. It is a very professional social media platform. And I'll admit that I am in the learning stages of figuring out how to use LinkedIn myself. So I do plan on doing a podcast episode only about LinkedIn in future when I have a bit more of a an understanding of a strategy of how to use it for myself. But I have definitely found that I connect with people who I've met even briefly and I'll connect with them on LinkedIn and it's a really good way of maybe seeing what's going on in their life or seeing what's going or or reminding them about myself by showing up on their LinkedIn feed. So don't discount it. If you haven't got a profile of your own, go and make one for sure and start to add the people in your network, even if they're not like in the fashion or the commercial world, if they're in something completely different like medicine, still add them because it's, it's, it really is who you know. Um, another thing I'll say is that you should definitely set your profile up properly. Go and have a look at people's profiles. Um, I've definitely spent a lot of time working on my profile to make it optimized to help me connect with people who I think will actually be useful to my business. Um, There are quite a lot of spammy accounts on LinkedIn, which can be annoying, especially for photographers. It's things like um, click path editors and retouching labs that want you to like pay them 300 pounds and they'll they'll edit 100 images. I get a lot of people adding me who are like that, but I just ignore them. a really good tip is to use your job description, not necessarily to say photographer, but to describe what it is that you do for people. So my job description is a fashion photographer that helps brands sell their products, grow their businesses and connect with their audience or something like that. So use your job description to actually tell people how you can help them and not just be so obvious with your job description because 
that is more interesting to people and they're more likely to connect with you if they read something like that and they're like oh cool what is this person doing um and I would definitely urge you to not share anything personal on LinkedIn LinkedIn is definitely a professional place so only share work that's relevant on Pinterest oh on Pinterest on LinkedIn I share a lot of sort of images that I've shot recently I'll put those up or if I've done any any recent brand work I will post that on there and keep people updated on the jobs I'm doing Um, I definitely treat it as a place where I don't know who's looking and whoever could be looking I never know who what they might be thinking or what they could potentially lead to so I definitely think on LinkedIn there's a lot of silent viewers and that means that they're people who see your stuff but don't necessarily comment or engage with it but you never know what that could lead to down the line like that you might get an email from someone two weeks later saying I saw your post on LinkedIn of your recent work um really liked it I wanted to speak to you about a photo shoot that does happen so things you can share on LinkedIn are things like new images new image new work you've shot um behind the scenes I have been sharing small videos of behind the scenes even old ones like I've got a lot of old vlogs that I shot a while ago and I've just been resharing them on LinkedIn and they get a lot of traffic um you can reshare industry relevant posts as well so if there's any news in the fashion world I if I think it's relevant to the people I'm trying to attract or the people I want to work with I'll share it because that's likely to interest them and then therefore they'll sort of associate me with that sort of stuff I hope that makes sense um I also think that you should actually be connecting with people who are in your industry and that you want to network with so you can definitely keep in touch with people who you've met at networking events or people you've emailed in the past add them on LinkedIn because it's a really good way to stay front of mind to stay in touch with what's going on with them and their professional life and bear in mind that people move from job to job so for example if the person that I've been emailing at Jules was to move to a different brand, they might still be able to work with me, but from that different brand. So it's a really good way of staying in touch with where people move on and what people are doing. So yeah, I I really hope that that's helpful. I think LinkedIn is very underutilized by creatives, especially. It's very academic seeming, but I think it can be very useful to photographers so I'm going to get back to you on more about LinkedIn but take a look and get started and have a play with it and the last one I wanted to mention which I think you'll probably expect is you should be pitching Um, above all to rely on someone to come to you is never going to work in your favor 100% of the time so To put it into perspective, everything I've mentioned up until this point has all relied on someone else coming to you, asking you to work for them. And I am of the thought and the mind that why wait for someone to come to you when you can go to them? I found 
two and a half years ago when I wanted to change the, my business's direction and pivot in a new direction, the only way I was going to be able to do that was if I went to the people I wanted to work with and offered them my services. It was how I took control over my career. So pitching is really the ultimate marketing tool for photographers, I believe. It's honestly my... I will go on about this forever. Even if you never take the course, even if you never try it yourself, I will bang on about pitching forever because it is so, so, so important. So a few quick tips to get you started. The first thing you need to do is find out who you want to work for. So sit down and write a list of the people that you dream of working with. Who do you want to shoot for? And make a list, write that down. Keep it handy so that you can constantly refer back to it and be reminded of what you're working towards. The third, the next thing to do is use is to find out their contact information. And that's where LinkedIn can be really useful for looking up people at brands. And so you can work out what their names are and what they do and who you need to be contacting. And after that, get in touch with them. Get in touch with those people. Tell them what you do. Show them your work. Tell them how you can help them. And you really won't regret it. It's honestly how I've got the vast majority of my work. So like I mentioned at the start of the podcast, if that sounds like something you want to start doing, but you feel too scared or you're not sure about it, think about taking the course. If the course isn't something that you can afford right now, or you're not ready to invest in, I do have a free five-part course, which is an email course that you can take right now entirely for free. Just sign up on my website. I'm going to leave a link to it in the description on the podcast as well. So that if you want to take the free course, 100% jump on that because it's got a lot of stuff that you can start doing right this second all about pitching. Okay, I think I rambled on far enough. Um, I hope this episode has been really helpful. I hope that it's given you some ideas of new things you could try. Perhaps you have been just using social media and you haven't tried LinkedIn or maybe you haven't tried Pinterest before. Play around with the things that sort of feel the most exciting to you right now because those are the ones you're probably going to enjoy trying. And experiment. Be an open book. Read blog posts. Listen to podcasts. Listen to what other people are doing and how they're using those platforms to benefit their businesses. And I promise you'll probably see amazing results. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to leave you now and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed it, please come and let me know over on Instagram at Olivia Bossett, that's my handle. If you'd like to learn more about fashion photography in general, then head over to my website. It's www.oliviabossert.com. I blog weekly all about fashion photography and I also have a huge free resource library, which is full of free downloads. Downloads include a pitching email course, which is a five part free email course. Um, all about pitching. There's an ebook which is all about using Instagram and Pinterest to market your business. And there's even an email template file of how to pitch yourself it's word for word. It's the email I use when I pitch myself to brands. So go and get that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're using to listen. And make sure that you don't miss future episodes because they're going to be amazing. I will see you next week. Bye!